Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello. Hello, Devin. All right, Devin, what do you got for us this evening? A hot dog at the ball game beats roast beef at the Ritz. That's a good one. I like, uh, you know, it's just about like uh, the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went to the baseball game today and, uh, Folks who follow along on Instagram will have seen my posts. So I went with uh, <laughs> my daughter, which is fun. And those one, always love that. <laughs> Got some good seats, you know, good good uh, giveaway seats that Devin is able to get for working for the O's. So there's a really good, uh, you know, right out in the middle of the outfield. A couple of rows, we were like row three. So it was nice. And, uh, you know. It was fun, good times. Yeah, and then we, you know, can't say exactly how it happened, but you got upgraded to some some nicer seats. But right, yeah, yeah, you know, know, Which, know, you know some people know some people, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we usually do that anyway. Just uh, like depending kind of move on, around. Yeah, yeah, like after a certain inning, you know, everyone's kind of moving and everyone's seat settled. So if there's open seats, you kind of just like, right, you know. People don't mind if you move around, but I always like the seats that we get. Like, I love those, you know, they're like right on the field in the outfield. So there's yeah. like, you know, it's a good, it's a real good spot. The only, the only issue is that it's right under the jumbotron, you know, the big screen. So we can't like see the, the fun, uh, ball game stuff that goes on above us. So we can kind of see it, you know, we can turn around and look up, but it's not easy. You can see all so. my amazing replays and highlights. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the uh, the Old Bay sausage or dog or whatever it was, Old Bay hot dog, at uh, the stadium today. It was all right. It wasn't yeah. as good as just like regular Italian sausage, but it was like the Old Bay dog, and then it had um, like an Old Bay cheese plus um, peppers and onions, uh, and uh, it was all right. I will say people have been complaining about the food. They they changed food vendors this year, so yeah, playing a little bit, but um, you know. Who knows? I, I don't need it. So, yeah, right, exactly. And I was uh, I was very tempted to get a beer. <laughs> I was like sitting there. It was hot. It was like, you know, we're, we're watching the game, and and uh, I had already had, you know, I had food and stuff and a I'm water bottle. You didn't. And I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yes. Like a billion dollars for a beer. Oh, that's true. That's why. But uh, I was sitting there and thinking about it, and then uh, and or I was I wasn't thinking about it, and the guy walked by and he had. Um, at Goose Island IPA, you know, he was like selling that out of the cooler. It was all icy. I was like, "Ooh, look good." I was like, I just reached around and grabbed my water bottle and took a big drink. <laughs> I was like, "I'm all right. Just keep on watching the game." <laughs> now, nah, but it was fun. We had a great time, and you know, Crin knows 
Um, she knows all the rules really well because she's played a lot of years of softball. So it's fun to watch her get into it. And she was like rooting for, you know, calling out different people's names. She's like, come on, come on. You know, she even said this evening, she's like, my throat's a little sore from yelling at the game so much. <laughs> I was like, nice. That's good. That's a good quality game. <laughs> it was a good game. It was. Yeah. We okay. like, we went up. Yeah. We kind of stayed like, either, either tied or up, you know, throughout the game just by like one though. So it was, it was yeah. great. And then had like one, one insurance run in the, uh, in the eighth inning. Yeah. Her, yeah. That was, that was awesome. And then there was the, the guy hit, he almost hit a solo home run in the top of the ninth and it just curved foul, or at least that's what the uh, replay showed. So. <laughs> it's hard to tell because I was right on the line too, like kind of looking down. I was like, "Ooh, that's hard to tell." The replay, it was high, it was the replay the... I showed was yeah at an angle away from it, but then right. I z- I zoomed in on the top of the pole there. Yeah, yeah, I was that's watching what... that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool, and that's why I, I played. <laughs> yeah, and, but I I couldn't tell. Yeah, I did say if I was betting on it, and there was like a computer who could tell you, I, I thought it might be in. Yeah, I thought it might have been in too. I was I was completely ready for it to be in. <laughs> yeah. For them to like change, but they had called it foul. Right. And then so uh, they weren't sure. Yeah. But maybe they maybe they had a different angle or something. I'm not sure, you know, cuz I'm assuming they have all the they have the feeds from everything. And do you have the feeds from I guess you just have stadium like production feeds, right? No. For your replays. Oh, you have no. everything. Uh-uh. Yeah, I got them all. I got all whatever truck cams I want. Oh, nice! So pretty much all because they shoot the action, and then right in 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 house don't don't really shoot the action, you know. Ah, uh, right. They're catching. And if you if, if you're not aware, and, yeah, Devin works for the Orioles and the production crew, and his his main job, which you do almost all the time now, he's been for years, is doing doing the replays, the instant replays like that, are played on the big screen, um, you know, actively throughout the game, and then through you know different. Paul's yeah. times and stuff. So, so I, I pick four cameras to take in at all times. I record four at one time, and then mm-hmm. I can I can send out two cameras. But I can go back and forth between them infinitely, so I can show as many angles as I want. So, what do you mean? So you have four that are always recording, and you can change that four? Yeah. So I have okay. four ins, two outs. It's my outs are red and blue, and that's what I tell to the director. Gotcha. Okay. okay, there was a strikeout, and you know, I'll just say now, I'll, you don't have to say anything other than red, and they know. Right. Okay, red replay coming. Okay, get ready. All right, roll red, take it. Mm-hmm. Transition. You see the replay, and get out, and they get out of it, and then I, I stop the replay. That's cool. <laughs> but it's all it's all covered up by you know them doing transitions and stuff. All those transitions right. are time to like get the thing rolling. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, like something happens, and there's just, like, a graphic of, like, oh, yeah, home run, da, 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 or whatever, blah, 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 yeah, blah, And then, yeah. you know, you have, what, seven or eight seconds. You know, the one home run that I saw, or, the yeah, we were we were watching the one home run the Orioles hit, the replay was just, like, one shot. You know, it was just the whole home run. It was, like, just the hit, and somebody, kept, you know, followed it the whole way, all the way out and down. And yeah, that was that, pretty quick. Like, they showed that replay in, like, five seconds after it, you know, happened or whatever. Maybe not yes, that Yes, quick, we but, did. Yes. <laughs> they. Saying they. Well, they as in the people who pull from you to put it up, hmm? right? Or I guess I guess uh that's that's my the director. Right, yeah. That's what I'm saying, but the people the the Oh the, yeah, yeah. The whoever sure. the director that's like, "Okay, now take red and put on red." You right. know, like so you have it it's your playing it's from your I from have your control setup. of the speed and what's coming out. Right, yeah. They're taking my whatever I'm outputting at the time. They just grab it and show it. 
Right. So it's like they they have all the different cameras and all the whatever to show up on the screen, and so they like switch to yours. Yeah. Like, okay, we're showing Devin's yeah, red it, now. It's, it's just like any so any graphic package, any video, it's all coming from different computers. So, but right. they have they have all the sources in front of them, so they can see right. them all, and they're just calling out what they want to grab and put on the screen. Yeah, so they're just toggling between the different sources, and and your source then is just being played on the big screen as well yeah. as on your computer yeah. at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. so that's my normal home run look is over the shoulder tight. Roll that slow so you can see the pitch and the hit. Mm-hmm. And then there's a chase camera out in left field, and he follows it usually out to the thing, and that's that's all you need. That's all you really have time for. Right, yeah. So that's that's two shots, right? You said it's over the pitcher's yeah. shoulder. Yeah, two cameras. Okay. So that'd be, I just say, yeah. all right, red, blue. And I start to roll red, and then they decide. I mean, I could go, I can say go to blue, but we all know each other now, so they just know. You right. know, you see the guy hit it, he looks up and starts to run, then you just switch to blue. And I'll I'll have it rolling, right? Oh, I got you. Okay, that's wild. <laughs> so they just switch when after the hit they switch, and it's yeah. It's, so I roll back. Know, the other one's rolling. I, I pick yeah. red and I toggle it forward to a certain speed, like half speed. And right. then while that's going, I click over to blue channel, and I set up blue where I want it. So right. blue channel will be midair after yeah. it's hit sometimes. Right, and right. then when they, I can see they're about to take it. I start to roll it real slow, so it's never, so it never starts on a frozen image. Right. Yeah. If you if you can help it, and then yeah, you just roll it um, as fast as you want, and then that's why there you go. And then I go back <laughs> and I clip it off, and then I start building highlights with it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's fun. It's it's just like a it's a cool it's a it's a interesting behind the scenes things that people don't obviously you know. Rarely ever to be yeah, people hear about are, that. People yeah. are usually surprised about how many people are in the control room. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes, whatever, 15, 20, 30 people to do do what seems kind of like a simple show. It's just yeah. it's a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, I mean, like, you know, what is, what's Dad doing now? Is he still shading? Mm-hmm. Is that what he does? Yeah. So our father, who also works for the Royals, shades cameras, which is where he'll make sure that all the different cameras are approximately the same like color tone and you know lightness right so because you have like one camera that's shooting in the sun and one camera that's shooting in the shade it's going to be like a lot brighter and you know so that he he adjusts all those levels active you know actively when things are happening so that way um all the cameras look the same which right is pretty cool. and we have and we're constantly going from in the field play or like all right mm-hmm. let's get the hero at first base all right take that all right, let's see the pitcher. So another camera gets the pitcher. Okay, then the inning's over. Then all our cameras kind of scramble. Kind of right. Scramble to, to um, all right, let's get some crowd. Or it'll be a specific thing. Hot dog race, kiss cam, this or that. All right, get crowd. We need this. All right, guys. And they they all know. I mean, they know what's coming. So they, yeah. kind, of, they kind of search during slow times and just kind of look around and <laughs> find what they need to find. And that's a good thing about... Well, I've only worked in-house for two clubs, Nats and O's, and Nationals had a lot of pre-packed stuff, even though they had a really good show, really well-done show, but a lot of stuff like Fan of the Game and stuff was chosen before. Really? Yeah, they shot three people out in the concourse and then picked one already. Oh, weird. So they had a lot of these (laughs) bottled-like bits, which I never liked, because I always loved, I remember being a kid, I liked watching just fan stuff you know you watch people yeah. see themselves and go crazy and then you're kind of hoping like as a kid or a person dancing or like cheering or you have your sign 
right. you have a little bit more of a reason, like hold it up, and uh, you know, and hopefully you get someone they see you. Yeah, I yeah, love that that's... stuff. Just just music and crowd. It it's overlooked a lot yeah. of times. Right. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's the anticipation of being on camera up on the big mm-hmm. screen is so much fun, you know, for adults mm-hmm. and kids, but especially mm-hmm. for kids. You're like, you're like dancing, you're like, maybe they'll show us, maybe they'll show us. Right. And of course, obviously, because, you know, we, like, your and dad's family and friends all have that connection with the, with the uh, control room. You know, we're almost always on big screen when we're not, know. you know, sitting under the, the thing. So it, <laughs> it was, it was funny because dad's like, did you like tell cameras where they are? I was like, ah, oh, nah. I was like, what? You're not gonna get them up? I was like, I don't know. They've been up before. Like, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I right, was it like, wasn't even a thing. Yeah. But I mean, no. we could do it. And I was like, I didn't even. He's like, I'll hang on. I'll. I was like, all right. Or no, I think yeah. I was like, go, go ahead. Maybe yeah. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was, I was like, that was I was fun. like, I got them tickets. I got them a ride. I got. I got him like this and that. I'm like, you go, you do it. Yeah, and like, same thing too. It's like it's always been, you know, we, it's often that we're up on the big screen, so it's not, you know, it's not the same. It's, it's not, also I mean, the, it's, it's always funny and fun. Like, oh yeah, hey, you wave a little bit, like it's cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's not, it, it's not needed. And it, of course, and it's also, uh, it's also different when it's unexpected. Right. When oh, you're yeah. like, you're hoping, you're hoping, and then you see it, you're like, yeah, you know, or you're not really paying attention. All of a sudden you're up on the screen, you know, it's like, oh, right. hi, you know, but when you're, when you, we know it's like, dad's like, okay, next inning, you guys will be up. And then, um, and then there was like a pitching change or something. So it was like taking a little longer. So they started showing like crowd, you know, and so right. I was like, oh, they'll probably get us up now. And then Kern was like, there we are, there we are. <laughs> and so we're like waving. And then right as like, you know, as it cuts away, which is after what, like, seven or eight seconds something like that you know it's not super long um maybe like two or three seconds before that the people right in front of us realized that we were on the big screen so they're like ah you know and then it's cool seeing their reaction because they're like oh cool did you see that did you see that we're on camera we're on camera even though they were like it was pretty close (laughs) into corinne and i you're like new here huh yeah right (laughs) first timers (laughs) i remember the first time i was on camera as well (laughs) up on the big screen i'll jack like you've been here before okay (laughs) all right right. Mm-hmm. Amateur hour in 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 the good seats. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It's always uh, always always a good time. And you know, this is our first. Corinne and I our first Oriole game this season. Um, just was like you know because we just finished school. That's the other thing is hey. just uh, school is out for summer. And uh, yeah, so Corinne and I both had a half day on Tuesday, and then. Uh, yeah, we had the day. It was really nice. And then um, had, uh, so I think it was, it might have been Monday or something, maybe even Tuesday when I was like, oh, maybe we'll, what was it? I think it was Monday. Yeah, because I was driving her to school on Monday and she she told me that she had um, just played uh, like softball at school, like the week before they were playing softball in gym. And, um, and they had played a full nine inning game over the course of a couple days. And her team and her team won the you know because it was like like I don't know how many teams there were but or how many games they were playing but there was like you know that that game they they won, and she was saying that on the other team, there was another girl who 
was uh, that used to play with her in, you know, like rec and stuff like that. And maybe even like, you know, I think she used to play with her when she was rec. She didn't play with Karen when Karen was on travel team, but then she knew that the other girl had also played travel and still plays travel and like is mm-hmm. super intense about it. And uh, so she felt very like um, justified in her wit, you know, it was like <laughs> not just like more the, um, the, the knowledge that you're, you're beating another team that has good people on it, right? Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. makes the win that much more special. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, our team's really good and we just beat everybody because it works. We expect to beat them. Mm-hmm. And she said they were like, the other team was trying really hard and they had some good players and they had a good, you know, one of the other girls was really good. So she, she felt extra good about winning that game. <laughs> and she also felt good because she really knew the game well. You know, like a lot of the kids that she played right. with kind of knew, right? You know, because baseball is like America's sport, you know. But uh, so, but she like was t- talking to her, some of her friends, like kind of giving them the whole ins and outs of what's happening and why, you know, and when you should get excited and da-da-da. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was kind of fun. And uh, I think this this game was the first time that, uh, the game today was the first time that she was like really into it, you know, in the last couple innings. And I right. think, I think she just, um, maybe, I mean, cause usually when we go, it'll be like, uh, Corinne and I and my wife, and then sometimes we'll bring some friends and stuff as well. Um, so there's always some other things happening. And, mm-hmm. but when I, like, I just want to watch the game like the whole time, like mm-hmm. every single pitch, every, like I'm in it, you know, I'm focused, but like other people will kind of be in and out of it. And they're like talking about different things and want to go walk around and do things. And so I think being in it and I'm like talking to her the whole time, kind of we're like talking about what's going on and how many outs there are and how many strikes there are. And if somebody gets a hit we got to get an extra run and we're trying to get some insurance runs, and the, <laughs> you know, so we're just kind of stayed in it the whole time. And she was getting super excited at the end. And especially when, uh, Felix Batista came up. She was like, yeah, she's like mountain, the mountain. She's like, all cheering. I was like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was a good little like, video yeah. they put together. Yeah. Yeah. The mountain. Dun, dun, dun. It comes in. Yeah. yeah. At night, the lights, I mean, we still flash the lights. Yeah. I was at watching. Night, it really kicks in with the lights at night. Yeah. Like it looks cool. Mm-hmm. All dark out and all the lights are just strobing yeah. around and stuff. So fun. And, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, <clears throat> but it's been nice. My, uh, you know, like I said, Tuesday was the last day. Today is Thursday. Podcasts come out on tomorrow, tomorrow on Friday, but um, on tomorrow, on tomorrow. Yesterday was a super nice day. Just like woke up eight o'clock, and then my first day off, and just mm-hmm. uh, played a little uh, Legend of Zelda. You know, a little the new little Tears Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> I played that in the morning for maybe about an hour, and then I. We went outside with the dogs, and I was reading my book for about an hour, and then I came back in. I woke up Corinne. It was like 11 o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she got up, and then I started working on a painting, um, doing a painting for my mom for her birthday, so I was working on that, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got it's – a, it's, it's two panels, um, like a top and bottom, and they're both tall rectangles. They're actually going to go into a door – like a cabinet that my mom has that she's wanted me to do these paintings for, for, I don't know, like 10 years, 10 years at least. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, (laughs) so dad called and like encouraged me to do it for her birthday, which is coming up on the 20th. So I may or may not get it done by the 20th, but at least it's like, it's in the process and I can be like, this is your birthday present and it's happening and it's being painted. Better get it done. Dad was like, yeah, he, I finally met, getting him to do it. <laughs> I wanted him to do it by her birthday. So we'll 
We'll see. I mean, I'm gonna I'll paint it, but if it's not done by our birthday, it's not done. Like, I'm not gonna True. I'm not gonna force it to be done. Like, I I don't have you know like uh, tomorrow. I'll be able to work on it some in the morning when Emery's over. Then I'm working with you in the afternoon. Saturday, we're leaving at 6 o'clock to drive up to um, to Pennsylvania to visit my uh, cousin-in-law. Um, cousin-in-law just graduated. So Kayla graduated um, her graduate degree or whatever, just finished her graduate degree. And so there's a surprise party for her on Saturday. But we have to get there early because Corinne's actually watching a bunch of the kids and stuff. And with Hopefully some she's other not help. listening. <laughs> who uh, oh Kayla oh no and uh so we're gonna have to do that on Saturday and we're spending the night and then we're coming back and then on Sunday dad and mom are actually coming down to Kate and Sean's and we're having like a father's day get together there at uh Kate and Sean's having steak and crabs mm-hmm. so we're gonna do that on, on Sunday and then surf and turf you know, and then what is that? Today's like the fifteenth, so that puts us at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. That nineteenth is is Monday. So like, I uh, will see how much I'm done. Like I said, I mean, uh, it'll be it'll be done enough for me to be like, it's happening. It'll be done in the next week, <laughs> week or so. You know, it's not like it has taken me ten years mm. to paint it. It's taken me ten years to start it. But now that it's started, like, now be like just, five years. I'll paint it until it's done, which will be, you know. A couple more days. You're or giving her the old, it it's in the mail, here's a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really cool. Like I said, I mean, I you know, I it, it takes a certain amount of time to paint a painting. And it's it's like, tw- what is it, like? Ten years and, and two 12, weeks? 12 by 15 or 17, something like that, or each panel. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is like, like three feet tall by a foot wide. Um, and it's like tall birch trees and stuff in, in a landscape and all. So I will it's say, it's not like a small little painting, you know. It's, it just takes say, time just to cover it in paint. <laughs> I will say, in your defense, since you're the the painter in the family, like you get like whatever the, you always get those jobs from. Like, yeah, right. Can you do this, or and, and you're also the main handy person. So yeah, like, I always get all the maker jobs. Can you fix this thing? Can yeah. you do this? Like so. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. But the painting is going well. I'm actually really pleased with it so far, so that's good. And uh, Nicole texted me and said she really liked it, which is also really good because she's usually my um, you know, my most honest critic. I wouldn't say my biggest critic, she's my most honest critic. You know, she'll look at it and be like, I don't know, this is kinda weird or you know, like I this I really like this and I like this, but this is kinda I'm not sure about this, so I know yeah, I can that's, always that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I can get some like good feedback from her, and I know it'll be like a similar aesthetic to my mind. You know, we both sim- like landscape paintings that are kind of the right. same you type need, of thing. Need, so you need someone who has knowledge of it. Like if I right. sh- if I were to show a video or something to Caitlin, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Why are you put that there?" I'm like, hey, "You just don't know. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never mind. It's good. Tr- trust me, it's good. It's good." <laughs> I mean, there's definitely times when I have like a thought about you know a painting or something that I'm like, oh, I like I like this part of it. And Nicole's like, eh. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, like agree to disagree to in that moment. <laughs> well, you can go right to hell, you burn in hell, and you die. You die and go to hell. <laughs> but but you know, if I ask her for like her opinion and she gives me her opinion of stuff, then then I know that it's and especially when it lines up with something I'm already thinking, you know, that I'm like, okay, yeah, I should really should change that or do something. And it's a little hard at this point because 
although there's a significant amount of paint on the canvas or on the, on the panels already on the painting, like I, I kind of worked the background first, but I left these uh, vertical stripes where the different birch trees will be. So it's kind of, you can kind of tell what the painting will look like, at least the general, the general, uh, um, overall uh, composition is kind of there. Like I built that in with, you know, basically what's going to be around, but it's going to have a lot of birch trees in it, like in the foreground. And, and, and I kind of left spaces for the main ones, but not all the ones that I want, plus all the branches and stuff. There's going to, so there's going to be a lot of like a lot of stuff covering the background. So stuff. like, so I was like asking, you know, Nicole to give me her opinion on what was happening so far, but a lot of what you see so far is going to be covered up. So, so like, you know, it's like, this is a painting that's half done. Give me a critique on it. But <laughs> when it's done, up. you're not going to see most of it. So, but I still, you know, I still kind of like, I like her I opinion on it. I so. like where it's going, but can I see less of it? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I think there's just too much that I can see it's right now. too much. I, <laughs> can you cover it up? Yes. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Can you hear that banging? Wait, no. Okay. No. My wife is in the next room killing ants with her shoe. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> killing ants with her shoe. Oh, don't you love when the good weather comes and you find out yeah, right. where all the insects are living? It's <laughs> uh, oh, <that's> funny. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. It's killing ants with her shoe. <laughs> that's so stereotypical. <laughs> it's like, Psh. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, so that was fun. So, so that was that day. You know, so I woke up, played some video games, read a book for about an hour, <laughs> woke up, Korean, painted for like four hours, and then uh, went down the shop for about. Or actually, no, then I sat down and I watched some sailing videos and took a nap for about forty-five minutes. And then I went down the shop and I cleaned up for about a half an hour, forty minutes, and uh, and then started organizing and getting back into working on the sheep shear knives, which I have kind of paused because we've just been doing a bunch of stuff. And then I went sailing. That was Wednesday night, <laughs> which is super nice. And then, uh, yeah, and then today, woke up, played some more video games, had some coffee, <laughs> woke Corinne up, and then we uh, we went down to the baseball game. You kind of sound home. like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I get two months in the summer to do it, so that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Maeve, you want to play some Zelda? She's like, Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, play Zelda? Right. <laughs> she loves it. Do you want to play? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's funny. Like both both uh, Tuesday and or Wednesday and Thursday, I'm playing in the morning. And Nicole's like, "Why you gotta play right before I gotta leave to go to work?" She's like, "I just want to see her watch you play." I'm like, "Sorry, see you later. I'll live stream it. <laughs> you can get a teaching job too. Then we both have off in the summer. <laughs> Till that happens, good luck going to work. <laughs> see you later, sucker." <laughs> Go pay the bills. Um, my, I, I'm a 12 month. I mean, I'm, I have like 12 month pay, you know, so my pay is just stretched out. So I still get paid over the summer for my, you know, I get less money, obviously, you know, like every two weeks because it's stretched out. I work 10 months and I get paid 12 months. So <laughs> yep. but my check's still coming in. So her check's still got to come in too. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, That's right. All right. Weird turn here. Okay. Can you picture what Mary Tyler Moore looks like? Uh, I think so. Yeah, a little bit. What do you got? Like dark hair. Um, not like, not super tight to her head, but kind of like a bobby 
type thing, but not like not long. Um, uh, kind of like a mix between, uh, I don't know, like, um, I, don't know, I can't uh, dark, you know, like brown eyes or something, brown mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, how else to like? I'm trying to think of other people I can compare her to. You like she kind of looks like uh, Mary, Mary Tyler Moore type. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of looks like a Mary Tyler. So yeah. I um watching the Roku channel, and then I started. <clears throat> excuse me, I started uh, watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Okay, which Mary Tyler Moore is his wife. His wife in the Dick right. Van Dyke show. Mm-hmm. I had never really watched it. I mean, you know, born in the '80s. Grew right. up in the nineties, two thousands. We didn't there was really no way to see that. I didn't have like Nick at night. And even by then they weren't even playing that stuff. That stuff was too old, like the fifties. Right, right. So it's all this stuff our parents know. And they can like the second I started talking to dad about it, he was like quoting lines from this show from the fifties, you know, and like <laughs> Yeah, right. It was really cool, but the thing was I turned it on because I like Dick Van Dyke and I was watching oh, really yeah, enjoying okay. it. Yeah. Like, oh this is a really like it's just it's just a funny show. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you like discover these old things that were the biggest thing in the country. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're like, oh yeah, no, it's good because everyone loved it. Like this was right. This yeah. was Friends and Seinfeld before all that. You know, this right. was yeah. This was Mash and Cheers, but this was yeah. just it was Dick Van Dyke <laughs> show and then the Mary Tyler Moore show. Right. But I didn't even know that was her. And I had to Google, like, who's his wife on, the, on Dick Van Dyke? Because I was like, she's smoking hot. Like, yeah, I, she I, is. You immediately have, the, like, her character is, like, quirky and funny and strong and kind yeah. of sexy. Like, it's such a great, like, mix of things. <laughs> immediately, I have, like, a crush on her. You know, you have yeah. a crush on someone who's dead, you know. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. man, this chick is great. I'm like, oh. Mary Tyler Moore, like yeah. right, no wonder. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, yeah. People, other people also have liked her before in the past. Oh, I get this. Yeah, she's got like the '60s haircut, and I'm looking at her pictures oh. now. Yeah, oh, so yeah. It was, I was trying, I was trying to, I was gonna say like somewhere between, um, what's the girl who played uh, Mary Poppins? Oh, Julia. Um, um, yeah, Julie, Julie. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, that yeah. kind of cute like, girl next door thing. Yeah, right. Kind of somewhere between her and like I love Lucy. Like if yeah. you kind of combine those two, that's kind of Mary Tyler Moore, except for prettier. Like you know. Yeah, L- yeah. Was, so uh, Lucille Ball is not. She's the one the prettiest. She kind of has a weird like yeah, big smile and stuff. Yeah. But you know, kind of if you mix the two of them, you get a dark hair, pretty version of, you know, I love Lucy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I guess maybe <laughs> we'll see. Unless I come up with something else. An early recommendation: HBO did a. They have a documentary on her. Oh, nice! And right. her whole career and stuff—it's really good and really interesting. And it's so you were watching, you were watching Dick Van Dyke, and then you start. So then you start, then you watch that. Yeah, funny thing, I was watching Dick Van Dyke, <laughs> and then I was falling in love with Mary Tyler Moore, and then, <laughs> then a week later, it's like a brand new documentary, Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> I yes, I will. <laughs> nice. Well, we've been in a big Sherlock kick. Oh, yeah. And so we, uh, like, my wife and daughter and I, the three of us, Nicole and Grant and I, we've been watching it. And we just, uh, we finished 
um, the first two seasons, and then we we went to the library, and I was trying to get the third season, and they didn't have it, so I put a re- reservation in for it. But I got the fourth season, and then I got I got the um, the movie that they did, kind of the the offshoot movie um, called the Abominable Bride. So we watched that, and then we so yesterday, Crin's like, has the movie come, has, you know, third season of Sherlock come in yet? And so I checked and it had, as we, like, late last night, it had come in and, it, you know, the library was already closed. So, <laughs> so today on our way home from the baseball game, we stopped at the library and picked up the third uh... season. And like all day, that's all she kept asking was like, how are we going to get it? Are we, like I meant, I told her like three times, like, yeah, we're going to get it on the way home. And then actually like before we left, she was like, She's like, you think Uncle Devin can drive by the library and pick it up? I was like, no, he's going to drop us off at our truck, and then we're going to go to the library and get it. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's all she thought about. Like, And then, like, I think sometime, like, third or fourth inning, she was like, she's like, I'm having fun, but I'm also really excited to watch Sherlock tonight. <laughs> <I was like>, <laughs> <laughs> so we came home, and we watched one episode, and then that finished literally, like, a few minutes before we started recording. So Nice. She's been all about it, but it's oh man, it's such a good one. The one with you know BBC with Benedict Cum- oh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Oh yeah, it's so good. Such a such a good series, and like they're so good together. And he's just like such an awesome Sherlock Holmes. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you: Have you listened to anyone else's recaps about Blade Show? Um, I let's see. So I listened to. Or do you even care to? No, I did. Yeah, I definitely care to. It's fun. Like, listen to other people talk about it. Um, I listened to uh, the Hustle and Grind guys. They were actually, they took over the Work For It podcast. So they did Work For It last week. And then, so they, like, did that. They kind of talked a little bit about it. So they did their own little recap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, I was on their podcast last week with about three or four other guys. And we all mm-hmm. talked about our, you know, we recapped there. Um, and then Jason Knight just put out a recap video uh, yesterday or the day before, so I watched that, which is cool. And um, let's see. I know uh, who else talked about it. Um, Will Stelter, he made a, a really awesome, um, like, forged dagger. Uh, and during that, at the end of that video, he talked about the knives he was taking to Blade Show, so that was kind of fun. But yeah, no, I was definitely like excited, and and now this week the the episode of the Work for It podcast with Brian House, Brian Cohn, and Ben Butler, um, they just came out with uh, their episode, which came out today, Thursday, yeah, yesterday. If you're listening to this on Friday, but they um, they did their recap as well, and also talked about their uh, the Foundry, which is like when they invited a bunch of people back down to Brian's place and uh, and all worked together and did some stuff. So. I love the idea of doing that, but after right after Blade Show, mm-hmm. I would be so. I'm. It's exhausting enough. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's such a like uh, super stimulus, and it, maybe it's nicer to go. Okay, there's that crazy a million people, and then you bring it down to like all right, ten guys we all know well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's almost keep you keep the momentum going. Right. It's like okay. I'm gonna spend like Stand up. don't sit down. You know, it's like five days, yeah, right. Five, when you're... six, seven days in a row where we're just gonna do everything. Go to Blade, and then we're gonna hang out, and it's like, <laughs> go, go, go. You know, but I'm sure also, like, I'm sure they all just chilled and had lunches and dinners together, and like, you know. But still, yeah, you're on the whole time, right? It's yeah. like, it's like, you know, just not being home or being home and having other people around. <laughs> like, right. you're always on. 
but yeah, no, I mean, I it would have been looked like a blast, a bit cool. Um, you know, when they move Blade Show not to the last week of school, <laughs> then you know, <laughs> I'd love to do stuff after Blade Show, but I'd like have to hurry back so I could uh, get back to work, get back to doing. Yeah, and actually, so um, our last day on Tuesday, last day of school, we I went out with my coworkers afterward um, to a local bar, and we were all having drinks and having food and stuff, and uh, and they they awarded, you know, as a consensus as a, a school awarded me the Heart of the School Award this mm. year. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was really sweet. So a couple years ago, um, I forget, I think the teachers kind of started it, um, and we awarded it to our principal a couple of years ago because she really like did a, a lot to like turn the school around and, you know, had, like did a lot for the school. And then, um, so last year, the person who won, um, I think, and I'm not sure if this is the tradition, but it's like the person who wins nominates the next person for the following year. Mm. So, um, but so yeah, so I was nominated by that person. So it was nice. I was like, Oh, but because of that, um, I get three days off whenever I want to take them. Like oh. as a like that's that's the award for getting I get three days off. So I may um, take an extra, you know, like I might do like the two days, the Thursday and Friday before Maker Camp, um, to go up so I can go up on Thursday. Really? And you know, get stuff. Yeah, so I can do Thursday, have, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I've got a, and it, maybe it also well I. It, I'll put it this way. If I'm gone for more than two days, yeah. depending on what it is, I start to like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I get, I get very daring. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's like I have a limit yeah. on it. It's like, it's like I got two days and nights in me. Right, yeah. To really have fun. And them also might be like drinking multiple days in a row. That yeah, like, you're like, uh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> if like the first day there was no drinking, the second yeah. day, and, and you only had one big party night or something. Um, right yeah it's like my body's just like nah well it's also the fact that i'll be like demoing this year so you know i wouldn't mind getting up there on thursday that way i can probably will have to yeah i mean and all that man we gotta get yeah get that stuff nailed down for you yeah and actually so i i messaged austin um at blackthorn resort who kind of runs he runs and um you know organizes maker camp um about kind of our plans and he was a little hesitant on the bow shooting stuff because of the safety factor. Mm. So, um, we'll see how, how far we go. Right. And so my suggestion, I, I kind of, he's like, he's like, I'm definitely down, you know, I definitely want you to demo. He's like, I'm a little worried about the bow shooting because of safety. And he's like, but if you have ideas of how we can make sure it's safe, I'm, I'm all ears, you know? So he's like, he's definitely willing to do whatever we can do as long as we can guarantee that it'll be safe. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we can't guarantee that it'll be safe and we can't figure that all out, then it may just be bow making demos and maybe like a single target that's just low to the ground and people can test out shooting the bows, you know, as long as I can get like a half a dozen bales of hay to put up behind it or something or, you know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, and and then and, see but, how that goes, and maybe like next year. Yeah, year. right. Exactly. That being said, I would still definitely like to make the uh, the interactive target, and then we can take it to friends of the farm and do it there. Yeah, which you would know, be fun. So would be we'll see cool. how that works. Now, too. if you did just uh, like okay, we won't do like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. We'll just do a test area. Right. Yeah. Where if people really want to test out something, or you have somewhere, but you also maybe you do do one competition. Right. Yeah. 
and it, like from people that people know. Right. Like Jimmy's going to oh. shoot and you'll <laughs> shoot. And anyone who's interested right. in that type of stuff, you like ask them and be like, hey, Saturday, we're going to have like a, a presenter shoot off. Right, yeah, yeah, like so. You have all the people who you know, demonstrator showoffs or whatever, right? And you just and you award them like something, like there's like, oh, we got we got this this trophy for this year, maker camp, like uh, shoot off, right? It'll be all the all the people who are actually presenting and stuff, and you invite them personally. Like, hey, we got like ten guys who want to be a part of this. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Then people might want to see it, and then it's kind of fun because not everyone will be great at it, but it'll be like. And, I mean, you always get surprised, especially with that type of long yeah. bow and those type of stick bows. You never know. Some people, right. it's their first time, and they just kind of ping, and you, like, nail it. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. And sometimes yeah, be fun. people who know what they're doing have ugly shots. Like Right, yeah, exactly. And it could be, like, something where, like, everyone who wants to participate gets three shots. Mm. And then, you know, the top, like, whatever, the top five or something, then each get another three shots, you know, and then, you know, something like that. Then we kind of whittle it down almost like uh, bracket style. But, you know, it's like, because inevitably if you have like a target with like, you know, three rings or four rings, you're going to have probably a bunch of people that have the same score. You know, you probably have ties for first, second, third, something like that. So then you take that kind of group. I don't know if, if, I don't don't think you will. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I mean, you will have some ties. That's what I mean, yeah. Oh, so like yeah. I would think that we had we'd have it like depending on how many people it is. So, so yeah, it's like fifteen yeah, people or something, you, you know. You do a, a random drawing. Okay, these person out pull out of the hat, okay, you go first, you get three shots. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep pulling the names out of the hats of the people who you know who want to do it who are all there at the same time. Right, yeah. And then uh Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And a little early uh sneak peek, I think I would like to do the um the the big persuader mallet the the mortised and tenoned timber frame mallet for my maker camp maker swap for okay. this year and that'd be fun because we can do a video of that and then we can use that as the maker swap and that's like cool because it's from the timbers from the bridge you know mm-hmm. and the pegs and stuff so that would be cool to put that together but like do some you know do something cool and interesting with the actual head of the hammer uh maybe some cool carvings or something i'm not sure exactly but um or maybe it's just like nice faceted and looks really clean and um but then like the nice the like timber framed mortise and tenon you know bore um draw bore peg so it's really tight and then some kind of, kind of cool handle so yeah that'd be a fun big like the big persuader mallet <laughs> yeah i know it's supposed to be like small enough that people can fly with but if if it's not i'd be happy to like ship it or whatever yeah, yeah. But, um yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks I won't be there. I'm sad. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm very sad. So this baby needs to come early, so in the future, <laughs> I don't have to miss anything. I don't have to yeah, miss birthdays. my birthday. <laughs> I don't have to miss any of that. Yeah, come like October like 3rd or 4th or something, yeah, you know. perfect. That come would be on. perfect, yeah, because then it's, you know, then you're always a few days ahead, and then, you know. Yeah, because it's usually like right around then, right? So you would do it probably the weekend before, and, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's horse shit. <laughs> It's a bullshit. <laughs> um, so speaking of Maker Camp, yes, I am now the biggest Jimmy Deresta fan, and I'm, I'm late to the party, folks. That's my recommendation. Uh, Jimmy Deresta. Jimmy Deresta, a little a little YouTube He's channel. He's like this weird New York guy. He's like up in some 
like hillbilly town. Um, <laughs> and did you hear he had a weird, cool show? Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> not, apparently a fun. Netflix show with some other weirdos from up there. <laughs> no, but like uh, the last two videos, I have loved. Uh, did and you I, watch? I, the, yeah, I watched the, one, um, and I yeah, I mean, the graveyard one or whatever. He how walks exciting in his house is that buying yeah. a new property? That is yeah. just like, and what a cool, beautiful pop- property, and like yeah. all the things. Yeah, I'm all so, the different I'm, stuff. Yeah, and he I'm, just sees it. it's it's so funny. It's he kept, yeah. yeah, he kept calling it content. It's you know, really I got to do this and that. And, uh, it's just good content. It's just content. <laughs> There's a uh, awesome. floor. It's a content floor. <laughs> content wall. <laughs> yeah, I I, I love that video. Really great. Really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was right, right, because it was the uh, the bulldozer one and then the the graveyard one. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, you should like if if you like that type of stuff, just look back at his like, you know, when he's um I mean, he's got he's got some other good restoration videos as well as well as like uh property stuff, you know, about like his timber frame barn that he was putting up the first yeah, year that we went right, up right, and you know. Right. But yeah, no, it's fun and it's like, you know, he he obviously like there's all sorts of different things, but that's just like his style, showing showing what you're doing, you know doing it quick and just kind of following along with the story and he just everything he's making is just content so he's just always like you know piecing it together and tracking his progress and showing you what he's done it's cool yeah he's got his his boat in the uh house or in the barn (laughs) he's like i moved the boat over to the barn (laughs) i know i wish in some alternate universe we could you have the barn on your property that yeah. like how cool is that barn? If we could like, yeah, oh my gosh, talk about content. If we can make that into like the art of craftsmanship offices and yeah, like <laughs> offices the, and studio, like big, like the whole it, downstairs, it, like a everything. giant shop. Oh my gosh, ah, like we would clean so out awesome. all those stalls. You'd have like yeah, ten rooms <laughs> for whatever uh-huh. big podcast area, a big somewhere <laughs> to shoot, a workshop, and then you got the big hay loft upstairs, which could be. Oh my gosh! Like so cool. arrow, you know, shooting stuff, and then yeah, yeah, right. basketball <laughs> net, and like just like such a fun, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you know, one day maybe <laughs> we just keep on trucking, yeah. <laughs> keep on making stuff, keep on uh, keep on living the dream, and mm. uh, and the dream just keeps expanding. You know, that's mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> but yeah, like I said earlier, I did. Um, I did kind of pull out the sheep shear knives and dusted them off because they've been sitting down the shop, you know, in a bin all together with the handles and stuff and getting dusty. So I dusted them off and started looking at like I have I have three um, that are pretty much close, really close to being done. Like all the I I think it was 12 total. Um, So that's six pairs of shears that I cut apart and made into the knives. I've uh, I've cleaned them all and I've ground them all. Like, so they all, and you know, the bevels, everything is perfectly ready to go. They just need the handles attached and that takes a little bit of a time. So I have three of the handles rough shaped to their actual final shapes. Um, I just have to do some finished sanding and then I can pin those together. But I'm like excited to get back into it because it's a fun project and I'm also excited to sell them. You know, like, like I can make an okay amount of money if I sell them all and I I've gotten a lot of interest in them. You know, like right when I started posting about it there were at least seven or eight people that were interested in person purchasing. So that's yeah. cool. I've also been thinking about um 
just practicing more blacksmithing on blacksmith on, on railroad spike knives because mm. I have, you know, probably 50 railroad spikes. Um, so it'd be kind of cool to just make a bunch of spike knives and keep practicing, practicing them when I get a bunch of them that I like, you know, put those up for sale as well. Or maybe send some out to patrons or something, you know, just to like have like one thing that I do a bunch of, you know, because that's I think that's really where you can learn a lot is repeatability. And you're like practice this thing over and over again. And I don't do a lot of that on the channel because we do all sorts of different stuff. Now, like we we circle around different types of content often and we come back to it like knife making and, you know, woodworking and boat making and tool restoration and axe stuff, you know, so those things I do more often. So I understand those processes more, but I don't do a ton of blacksmithing. So right. I think it'd be fun to use some of the summer to do some, some blacksmith knife making. So whether I'm doing like sheep, you know, doing uh, you know, railroad spike knives or blacksmith knives or something like that, just uh, working on controlling the metal, you know, getting the blade where I want it and the shape that I want it and try to forge as much to shape as possible and the right thickness and all. So, I thought that'd be kind of fun and that's something that I can do. And if they, you know, if I screw them up, it's no big deal. Like I just toss it, you know, like, or, or like make it smaller and do something else with it, you know? Yeah, sure. Make it a novelty or something. So I'm excited. That'd be fun. I gotta, uh, I do need to figure out, I need to make my forge better cause it's, it's not very efficient because of how, uh, how it doesn't hold heat very well. You know, it's not the the bricks inside are not reflective. So I mean, it, I could do as simple as just getting, um, you know, d different bricks, getting like the lighter forge bricks, which are more reflective. So I could do that, which I'll I'll probably end up doing. But I have to kind of rework my forge a little bit to make sure it's a little bit more efficient and I can get hotter. So yeah, I'm excited to do that. So oh, yeah. yeah. And then we'll be uh, we'll be finishing up Blade Show. You know, you talked about that finishing up our Blade Show video. Yep, we'll be doing that tomorrow and doing some voiceover and the wrap-up thing and building a garden door, all types of crazy yeah. stuff tomorrow. I'm going <laughs> to run out. i got to get groceries, but I'm going to first thing I'm going to grab two-by-fours and some hardware and stuff so we can build a quick garden door tomorrow. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun that stuff. Be, yeah, that should be pretty – that's that's easy – you know, construction, if we just do, like, butt joints, that's fine. If we, or even if we do, like, mitered corners, you know, we could do 45s on all four corners and screw through it that way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or just Craig jig them all together. A little bit of glue, a little Craig jig, and get a nice, secure door. And then you have, what are you going to put over it? You have the, like, the mesh. Well, the I've got the wire. The yeah. wire, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. And you have, what do you have, like, staples or something to yeah, put it on we'll with? Yeah, we'll just staple them in and nice. be done. Cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. And uh, yeah, it's like I said, I'm pretty busy this uh, this week. It's nice. Although, like, you know, Wednesday was was my first day off from school, and it was pretty easy going. Yeah, it was a pretty nice day. Although we did sail Wednesday night, and it was a hell of a blower on Wednesday night. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was blowing. It was definitely the highest winds I think I've ever sailed in. Um, Damn. Easily gusts into 30s. And, you know, sustained in the kind of the, like, low 20s for the first, like, half of the race. The wind started to die a little bit later and became reasonable in the last part of the race. But we had, 
we had a reefed main, so we had our main like pulled down some, and we had a, a really small head sail up. We had our ninety, which is um, like less than the space between the head stay going from the front of the top of the mast to the front of the boat back to the mast. That kind of triangle shape. Um, most front sails are bigger than that. They come back past the mast, but the one we had up was called a ninety, and it's that's the size. It's ninety percent of that triangular shape. So with like a reefed main and the 90 up, we were still like dumping wind off the main the whole time and barely holding it. It was crazy, but, uh, but it was, it was a wild ride. But you know, with all that, I think, I think that was the right sail plan for that wind for racing. And we put probably like, we couldn't have held anything bigger. Um, and maybe throughout the race, we probably could have put up some bigger sails we did we did take the reef out of the main once we turned and went downwind which is good so we took the reef out uh, but we just kept our small sail up uh, because it was blowing pretty strong and our and our spinnaker which is our big excuse me big colorful downwind sail that um is getting pretty old and has some little kind of micro tears and some patches that we've patched and stuff and so we're always kind of like gentle with it so in that wind i wasn't we were like nah it's not worth the risk we're not going to put it up because we're just going to blow out the spinnaker and then we have to buy a new spinnaker so which we have to do anyway but now nah, but it was fun it was but it was blowing man Whew. it was a ton of wind and uh we had most of our crew there charles wasn't there and our, our buddy tim wasn't there but uh drew and jack and Sean and I, and then our Kim, who sails with us, and Justin and Corinne, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. There you go. She's she's like definitely into it now, which is fun. I'm excited to have her excited about sailing because, you know, it's I always hoped that she would be excited about sailing because I love sailing so much. And so like when I'd bring her out when she was little, or she was always kind of like, yeah, this is fun, but it's also fun to like sit down underneath and just lay in the sails and you know and play games and stuff. So, <laughs> so now that she's like. She, she like always wants to be up on board and she always wants to help. And, and she's very confident about moving around the boat. And she understands the mechanics of how the boat works now. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I was actually going to have her, um, in the pit with me tacking on Wednesday night, but, um, the winds were really strong. And also because we had such a small head sail up it, I didn't really need an extra person in the pit with me, but usually with our big sails, I, you know, one of us I'll tack and pull in and then someone else will crank as I'm pulling in. So. I was going to have her working with me in the pit, but she was just rail meat. <laughs> everybody, everybody was rail meat except for, uh, you know, any, it, only the necessary person, people that had to be not actually up on the rail were moving around, but everyone else was like, high side, be as high as you can, keep the boat level. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, Wrong it was fun. No, yeah, it was good. Um, so lastly, I, we mm-hmm. don't have to talk too much about because I don't want to give it away, but... We have a specific idea for a type of review thing we're going to do. And oh, I, th- yeah. I think it's a good angle that not a lot of people have done. It's a specific type of review mm-hmm. and graded in a certain way that I think will be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give it all away until maybe we put the first one up and we'll talk about it. Right. Yeah. I just want to get the first one up so we can say, look, we did this thing. Not that everyone's going to jump on it. It's, it's, it's still a review of something, but... Right. The things that we're reviewing and how we're doing. And um, I just got... Now, this is this is probably going to throw you guys off the trail because it doesn't really make sense. But, Dust, I just got the James May gin in. Nice. Right on. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, that's not exactly what 
it's definitely not all going to be alcohol. It's going to be all types of things, but in a certain yeah. vein of things. So, just I'm excited got... to to do that review. That'd be fun. <laughs> <I know. laughs> have That's some, cool. Have some drinks and and uh, do a certain style and thing of review. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and we still have to work out kind of the specifics and all, which is you know one of the reasons why we don't. We, well, obviously, we don't want to talk about it because we want to keep it a little bit like you know excited excited and, and secretive before the videos come out but um we also still need to work out all the like specifics of how we're going to do the rating system and how we're going to do different stuff and yeah 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 so what we're going to do with the, what the reviews are going to be about how we're going to choose what we review those things so but yeah no it'll be fine i like that idea it was it was it was interesting and i started thinking about you know the different things that we could do you know, and how we would find those. And, <laughs> and it also was kind of interesting cause I'm like, okay, well now I can buy some of these things that I probably wouldn't have bought otherwise. <laughs> you know, <laughs> cause now there's a reason. I have to. an excuse. <laughs> Babe, I need it. I, uh, yeah, right. Exactly. It's gotta be, I gotta review it. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> won't drag it on, but we're working on something yeah. and that, you know, that we'll probably have a couple of those up relatively soon cause they're, they're quick to do. And we already have some things that we're ready to basically be reviewed and, Right, and sit down and, and do them the way we oh, want right. to do them. It, right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's exciting stuff coming up. Yeah. Cool. What are you drinking tonight, Def? I got a, a New Belgium mix pack. Mm -hmm. So voodoo's and all those really good stuff. Oh, that's good, good stuff. Nice. Yeah. I'm drinking the. Uh, what is this? The Great Lakes mix pack. Ah. Tropic, Tropicoastal, and then what's the one I'm drinking right now? This is kind of a different one. I just opened it. Awesome. Uh, it is Crushworthy. Uh, oh, it's a locale citrus wheat. Ooh. Oh, Crushworthy. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you have any uh, any plans for Father's Day? I mean, like, I yeah, anything. yeah. Gonna have uh, guys gonna come down. We're gonna do some. Grilling and and have some few few drinks and uh, nice. Um, I think this is public knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I'll keep some stuff under my hat. But okay. <laughs> until later. But anyway, um, yeah, no, that's that's it. Nice, right on. Yeah, well, I was talking to you um, as we were coming back from the game today um, about possibly like the 24th that Saturday because I said I think Nicole has something planned and um but she she was actually telling me today she's like yeah there's something on that Saturday that I have planned for for me and Corinne so she planned something for us to do together mm. for like a Father's Day thing um, but I was like I was like yeah it's on the 25th she's like no it's on the 24th I was like no there's like a, a weird thing on the 25th that I don't recognize and it was like it's called Guppy's Gap Guppy's Gulch or something like that <laughs> I was like, and she was like, no, that's not it. She's like, that's, uh, she said, that's Corinne's Girl Scout troop. They're doing something on that day. And that's where <laughs> it is up in PA. So I was like, oh, okay. So I, I don't have that Saturday free because that's the, uh, where she's got something planned for me. But I was, uh, when I was out on Tuesday with my coworkers, I asked two of my friends, Lee and Steph, who I work with. And, you know, I know both of their husbands and stuff. I'm like, you guys have, you know, they both have two kids each. I was like, you have anything planned for Father's Day? And they're like, no, not really. I'm like, dang, really? Nothing? They're like, no. 
they're like, you know, we're, we're going to have some food and we'll meet, either order out or you know, like we'll make what they want. But they really just want to like chill and relax. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's about right. You know, that's pretty much like what fathers want to do. Just want like yeah. good food and just and to relax. You it know, is with, the like, weird thing as well, a little bit of like your wife can kind of plan something for you, but also you're not mm-hmm. her dad. Mm-hmm. You are the father of her children. But to a degree, right. it's kind of like, well, you know, we're not going to make a big thing out of it. But, uh, you know, just, just, I mean, yeah, my thing was like, I, I don't know. I just want to, yeah, probably that hang out, yeah. do nothing. Uh, yeah. have, have my buddy come over and grill and have some beers and then probably play some video games that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the stuff that I want to do every day. Yeah. That, <laughs> like, that sounds really good. That. Yeah, that's uh, and like Nicole told me last week because we were grocery shopping on Thursday before before we went backpacking last uh, weekend, which actually was really nice. And we went super long distance. We went like fifteen or sixteen miles in one day, way more than we thought we were going to. We were Ooh. all super exhausted. I guess that happened last week since the last <laughs> podcast. Um, but we um, we were we were grocery shopping, and she was like, "Yeah." So we, as we were leaving, there was like a sign for crabs um, that you could get. And she was like, "Oh yeah, next weekend on Sunday, we're gonna go to the Porters and have crabs and steak." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> greatest Father's Day ever!" <laughs> I was like, "That's just what I want: crabs in the pool and hang out, and and mom and dad are gonna come down, which will be cool." Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, camp- camping was—I mean, backpacking was wild. We had a really long trip, but we also uh, the way we organized it, we started in one spot and kind of drove in parked camped like about a mile off the trail which is up this really steep hill um camped and then the next day we hiked back to the car dropped all our packs and everything off of the car and then um uh just put on like a small pack with water and snacks and stuff and then did the whole day hike um in that so we hiked about maybe four or five miles um maybe six miles or so to where our friends were meeting us and then we then we completed a big loop with them, which was another like six or seven miles um, into Harbors Ferry and then back to our car. Then we geared up, put our packs, our full packs on, and then walked back up the mile, the steep one-mile hill up to our campsite for the second night. But Ooh. it was a long day, a lot Ooh. of hiking. And uh, by the end, like when we got to the campsite, because we had Toby and Luna, the, our dogs with us, and uh, they just like when we got to the campsite, we just we hooked them up on just leashes, you know, like leads on trees, and like they just both laid down and didn't move until we <laughs> went to bed. They just like were done, like right. completely exhausted, you know, because they get like less exercise than we do, right? Because they're like right. just in their crates at home, and but uh, it was it was a beautiful weekend though. It was really nice, and we had you know. On the the when we went out on Sunday, we hiked down and then hiked to the the river because the Susquehanna is right there near Harper's Ferry. And then we like spent about an hour or so, like at the water and the kids were all swimming and we were hanging out. And one the one cool thing though about doing that about like knowing that you're only going to hike um, about a mile before you set up camp to eat is that we brought like really good food. Nicole made um a bunch. She marinated a bunch of chicken. She like cut into strips. And like a cool, a really good like curry marinade, and then we just use that. We just stuck it on skewers and cooked them over the fire. So we carried that in. But I also brought beer, which was also really good. Oh, <laughs> you know, so it was like very rare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the backpacking trip, on we never hike, bring yeah. in. Yeah, right. So that was cool. So we had like I got a twelve pack on the way, and, and on the first night, 
Nicole and I took three in, so I had two beers. She had one, and so the second night when it was four adults, we had nine beers, so we were able to each have like two beers, which was really nice. So, which is a a luxury in backpacking. So just right. like sticking to the packs, and we had kept it in a cooler and ice the whole time, so they were nice and cold, and it was it was it was a really nice way to end the day. Yeah, have a beer and sit around the fire, skewer some meat, and we made some rice and stuff, and it was great. The dogs did not move. <laughs> But yeah, that was good. It was good times. And then and now we're uh got another busy weekend coming up, but it's all fun stuff, you know. It's easy to like do busy stuff when you know it's summertime. I'm like, yeah, let's stay busy, let's do stuff. Yeah, let's do things. <laughs> cool. All right, well uh what do you have? Anything for a recommendation other than uh Mary Tyler Moore documentary? Or what was the other <laughs> thing you were talking about? <laughs> what are the strangest recommendations? <laughs> what what did I what, what was the other one? Um, um, some other show or something or <laughs> Duresta. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. No, you say earlier. I forget. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll just go with that. That's really what's been on Dick my Van, Dick on, Van Dyke. On, on, <laughs> yeah, that's what's been on my brain. That's what I've been doing. Oh well, the new season of Black Mirror comes out, and the the latest uh, special of Grand Tour comes out, which might be one of their last ones. Because man. But it's going to be, I just love their specials. I love everything they do. I'm, I'm obsessed with those guys. and Hence why we're doing a James May Jen thing. Right, I, yeah. I think it would be great. And then the style of review we're doing works with it. So that's what I wanted to right. do. So. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Well, I'll put up the Marriage Hour more. Uh, documentary on <laughs> HBO as your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two recommendations this week. Uh one is um, a uh, Instagram um, called Hammers Lands Maiden, um, and give me one second. So he he actually made this really nice little three inch kind of carving draw knife. Um, that's like uh, um, it's uh, like a, a blacksmith style, right? So the handles kind of come straight out and then curve around back into it like a blacksmith knife would be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry, I'm trying to bring it up. I had a I had a picture, so I wouldn't rem- I wouldn't forget. But yeah, so uh, hobbyist blacksmith and knife maker and and axe maker. So he makes some really awesome um, like Swedish and you know Scandinavian style axes, Viking kind of style axes and carving axes and stuff uh, with really cool like uh, collar you know collared axe construction, which is really uh, like more technical. But does some really beautiful blacksmithing stuff, and um, and yeah, he just posted these really cool little mini draw knives um, that are just really beautifully forged. So you can check him out. That's uh, Robin, and the Instagram is at Hammers Lands Maiden. M E D E N. Hammers Lands Maiden. I forget where he's from, but uh, Sweden. Hammers Lands Maiden. It looks like he's maybe I don't know. Some type of Scandinavian country. Um, <laughs> and then my other uh, recommendation is another um, a, a knife maker that I just started following, which is uh, Fox Handmade Knives. Um, really beautiful knives. And they're really, um, they, they are very close to my aesthetic of what I like in knives. <laughs> mm. um, mostly culinary knives, but just like really beautiful lines. Um, faceted handles 
kind of really similar to the Gyoto that I made for the, the Gyoto challenge. Um, and a lot of it, he has got like, you know, all sorts of different sizes and different shapes. They're all almost all culinary knives, but it'll do some cool, like some of them are, um, Damascus. Some of them are mono steel. Some of them have like forced patina. He's used some of the Baker forging tool, um, like copper, my, you know, or, or like bronze, my, um, blade steel and stuff. So, uh, really awesome work. Um, yeah. Uh, out of Russville, Arizona, Scott Fox, and that's Fox handmade knives. So, um, two really cool makers that just make really beautiful things and, uh, really nicely designed. So I think that's kind of why I was thinking both of them because the designs on, um, Scott Fox's knives are really beautiful and the lines match what I like. And then, um, Hammersland's made and Robin, he does just some really beautiful lines, like the, the way he forges and the way he shapes things. It's like a really clean forging. So both really cool, uh, artisans of their craft and really, really good stuff. So two for the price of one. Cool. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this is a little bit shorter one, but you know, sometimes we got is a lot it? of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're just over an hour. It's perfect. Last <laughs> last week we were like, I figured it would be less just going over plate show stuff, but it was over two hours. Oh, so. That's crazy. Everyone who's <laughs> expecting a two hour podcast can be like, What? That's it? One hour? That's all I get for one week is an hour? It's a bullshit. <laughs> we do it every week. <laughs> Nah, well, all right, guys. Well, make sure you uh, don't forget to head over to Instagram. And if you want to see uh, pictures of Corinne and I at the Orioles game today, Orioles won. Yeah. Um, you can check that out over at Instagram at the Art of Craftsmanship. And you can check out Devin's uh, uh, Instagram at the Art of Camera Guy as well. And you can follow along with what's going on in the shop and what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe there and let us know. We have um, our Wooden Sword video, which is. Uh, doing okay you know not the greatest video ever but you know that's kind of what's to be expected when you make a wooden sword but um <laughs> we'll be uh putting out the blade show video shortly in the next probably you know couple days week or so so that'll come out we'll finish that up as much as we can tomorrow and then that'll go out when Devin's finished editing it uh yeah so head over there and check that out and subscribe if you haven't already and like and let us know what you think by commenting and you know all that stuff makes a difference and we try to make sure we stay on top of that to converse with the people who are making the effort um yeah and then if you want to uh support us further and you know for those people that do we really appreciate it you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and you can uh, support us there um we have a couple different levels over at patreon and the top most level the master level uh we we brought down some so it's not as uh high prices it used to be so if you're interested in being a master patron and you want to see your name at the end of our videos because all the master patrons and the journey or what's it the uh the um yeah the uh the masters are journey journeyman everyone who's a master patron or journeyman patron gets uh their names at the end of our youtube videos so if you want to see see your name there and support us with the art of craftsmanship you can uh do that over patreon.com all right other than that that's all for this weekend you got anything else def that's it. All good. That's it. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun— 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.